0: To another episode of Inland Zingar, we are really excited today.
1: Yes, we have our very, very dear friend Sava with us. Hi, welcome!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm I've been really looking forward to it. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, since last year. Yeah, yeah. And Sava
1: has kind of been since we had the idea Uh of maybe starting a podcast. We didn't think it was going to actually happen. But Sava's been there, like, hearing about our
2: idea. She's been
0: our number one cheerleader from day one. Yeah,
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember when Kalecha came, we were, like, having a meeting. Yeah. And you said, Sava, I really have this this idea in my mind and I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the idea was the podcast Mm -hmm. for people uh, who moved to Iceland, Mm -hmm. who are, like, not Icelanders, Mm -hmm. but not not getting exactly mm-hmm. and uh, helping them to to talk and to um, bring their voice to the public yeah mm. They're fine and we were like yeah yeah do it
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like as really soon as you this. announce it to your people you have to yeah. do it <laughs> i was not so sure no. about the podcast idea no. i was just kind of thinking that there was maybe something else that we could do yeah. but i'm happy that you pushed me into it because it yeah it's not my first
0: th- first plan, probably. No. <laughs> I like. But I think it like did, we didn't know if we could do it. No, exactly. Yeah, and like Safa's always been there. She's yeah. like, she's our, she's a yes girl. She's yes, like, yes, do she it. Can do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and like Safa, like you're also like a huge inspiration to me and to us Mm -hmm. and like i think we've mentioned you on our podcast before as this like (laughs) annoying
1: friend (laughs) speaks really good icelandic in just a few years yeah just
0: all different kinds of things that you're up to and yeah so i'm like i i'm like really excited for this episode because i think i think it'll be valuable for us and for everyone who's listening to like like kind of i don't know get a few of your insights i think you can offer a lot so Mm -hmm. i'm excited for that Yes, um, mm.
2: I am very excited to it. Like since last year, I really, I really wanted to come here and, and I really wanted to say my story mm-hmm. and um, share it with you. Yeah. yeah, we've been playing a little
1: hard to get, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe because we we know we could have had you on earlier, but we're like mm. been
2: <laughs> waiting.
1: <laughs> but we found our opportunity and yeah. we took it.
2: And yeah, just happy. yeah. I think this is the right time for time. it. Yeah. yeah. So shall we
0: start at the very beginning, yes. Safa? Yes. So Let's can you tell us it. a little bit about where you're
2: from, how you grew up, what your family is like? Yeah. Um, so to start with, I'm from Tunisia, Tunis. Mm. Um, my family lives up in the north in a small city called Bizert. Um, I have three siblings, and I am the third three sisters and one um, boy yeah Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so uh, since I've been small like my parents have been really pushing us to to study and to uh, learn maths really yeah specifically maths specifically maths yeah Mm -hmm. so um, I came from a family like we are not like big rich family we're just like a normal family uh, my mother <coughs> had her first child when she was 21 i think um so her parents died when she was very young so she had to leave school and go to work then she got married and um yeah so uh for her like her dream was to get her children in the best position to study and to get a really good job and, uh, you know, be strong. Mm. So the things that she did not do in her life, she wanted us to do them. My dad, uh, yeah, was the same. So he was always like pushing us to learn Is He thought that the best way to be um, successful in life was to uh, be like in the scientific
0: mm-hmm.
2: field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was like something in us from the beginning. I remember me, like, listening to my parents, uh, trying to be, like, very hardworking in uh, in school, um, helping my brother to study also. So we grew up like this way. Uh, and for my parents also, it was like the only way to succeed is to focus on your study. And not really um they did not really encourage us to um to go you know into clubs Mm -hmm. i don't know sports uh, learning something to um, play music or you know so um yeah i kept in that way and um we had really many adventures in uh, in school like i did not have many friends for example Mm
1: -hmm. were you you were busy studying?
2: Yeah. I was busy studying and uh, my friends basically, or people who, uh, kids that studied with me, did not want to be friends with me. Mm. Um, Why? Were you like the,
0: were you the just the nerd? Was that
2: yeah, like, is exa- that how they saw yeah, you? I think, uh, yeah, they saw me like as the nerd. And uh, I saw that I have, or I had spent a lot of time preparing for my exams and Um, They basically, like, uh, wanted me, like, to help them in the last minute. Mm. And I saw that, like, kind of unfair, Mm -hmm. you know. Superficial. Suddenly they're interested
0: in you. Exactly.
2: So, um, yeah, then they started, like, bullying me by, like, telling everyone to not be friends with this girl. She's kind of weird. And, uh, yeah, like, they tried like to push, yeah, this girl away, and uh, that kind of helped me to keep up, to do like to be the best mm-hmm. in the school, uh, to keep up, you know, and to look at it not something to put me down, but something to take me up. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think that part of my life really. Is one of the things that brought me where am I now? Mm. Um, Resilient. Resilient, Resilient, Mm yeah. How old were you at that time? I'm like nine, ten.
0: So that shows like a serious, like, yeah, yeah, like emotional um, intelligence to like spot this and say, okay, like, people are are coming for me and attacking me or, you know, confronting me in some way. And I'm going to use this as a motivation to. Take myself further up rather than let let it push me down.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I remember one of those stories. This I still think about it. Yeah, like sometimes even now. So um, I was, I think, in fourth grade in Grundschule, and uh, I had this uh, schoolmate. She used to be uh, like to have the best grades in the class, and then we. It happened to be together at the same uh, class and uh, teachers. So um, we were competing. Mm. And I remember like the first uh, semester, she was uh, the first. And then the second one, the game changed. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, she has really done a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to put me away. And one of those are telling everyone in the in the class to not talk to me or even not sit next to me. Mm. Um, we had like we were fighting once in the street. physical fighting
0: (laughs) physical fighting like literally physical i can't imagine you fighting no me either i cannot see this (sighs) that's not me no (laughs) No, no. but maybe it is when you're furious
2: yeah yeah i had to i had had to defend defend myself yeah yeah. because like it was kind of a big fight yeah neighbors had to take us apart
0: whoa yeah how old were you then
2: i was like let me say, I was, I think, nine. Nine. Okay. Nine, yeah. 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 And uh, that day I had to go home and to tell my grandfather. I was like, this is a lot. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it anymore alone. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell them everything. It was really important to just say everything to my parents. Mm-hmm. And I think I was doing that. Because they, my. Mo- I, I remember my mother, she was helping me and saying... They are just jealous. Mm. Just keep up and do what you really love to do, and you're in the right path. Mm. So um, yeah, and then yeah, my grandfather has to had to go to uh, her grandfather and say, "Please tell your daughter to stop this. This is this is not doing good." Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, that was interesting. Was your
1: was your grandfather like a go-to person yeah. for you to? He tell?
2: lived with us. Okay. So, Is that common in Tunisia that you yeah. have families
0: living together? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's common that for kids to not leave their grandpa, their like parents when they get old. Mm-hmm. Um, and have
0: their own children. You mean
2: exactly? Yeah. Wow. To live together. Um, let's say my grandmother died, so my my grandfather lived with us mm-hmm. because, like, he was like ninety and mm-hmm. he cannot be alone. You know. Mm-hmm. That
0: sounds like really nice. You know, yeah. know there's yeah, something about that that I like yeah. I'm really drawn to. It's
1: comforting. It's like
2: and it yeah. sounds
0: like he was someone that you trusted to go to with
2: this information. We trust. Yeah, definitely. We trusted him. We loved him. He loved us a lot. Oh. The the kids yeah. and me and my brother and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um I remember like he, he used to take us to the, um kindergarten. Mm-hmm and uh yeah like take us in the morning and then walk with us um at midday when we have to go home and uh yeah it was really really nice to have him he was also like telling us stories uh, yeah that was like really the good days mm-hmm. those are like the 90s mm-hmm. yeah 94 yeah, ninety four. I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good old days. The good yeah, old day. the good old days. <laughs> to be fair, being like a newborn probably 98, is. 98,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. So, is your family? Are they from Tunisia for yes. many, many years back in this he, in this town in the north? Or yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he um, yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they lived in the in the countryside and they moved to the downtown.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about like the cultural landscape of Tunisia? Because I don't think I know very much about Tunisia. No. no, I know that it's a Muslim country. Yes, it is. And I know
2: that they speak Arabic and yes. French. Yes.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about how that like affected you, and like a little bit more about it? I'm curious. I, th-
2: I think like in our blood, as like a Tunisian uh, uh, people, there we have this uh, how to say it like openness to new cultures like when we go back to the um, to the history we had always like the roman empire the um turkish empire and many many like the french uh like in the yeah later on like they came to conquer the country and so we had always to um uh, to be open to accept new changes so we had it into mm-hmm. into our like blood so um I think that one affected us a lot. That's why, like you, find different types of people, different, mm, let's say, like skin color, different hair color, eyes color. So that helps us to be like open and to accept um, those new changes. Um, yeah, is your family religious? Yeah. Okay. Uh, We are Muslim. I am Muslim. Yeah. And Um, like, how do do they practice Islam? So we have it always like in our words, you know, we say Alhamdulillah, Bismillah. What does that mean? When we, it's uh, like, uh, let's say when I start eating, I say Bismillah, which means uh, in the name of God. Yeah. So it's like you, you start doing something and.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Alhamdulillah, yeah. It means um, thanks to God for this food. So it's like a word to remember always: gratitude. Gratitude. I'm very grateful for this food. Um, I really appreciate this what I have now. So it's all part of it, you know. It's Mm -hmm. nice. It like brings you to the present moment
1: and just be grateful for what you have. Yeah. I think it's really powerful to have, you know, like practicing a religion. Yeah, I've n- personally never like experienced that, but I think it's it's something that would be really nice in a way. Definitely. To you know, take a moment before you eat and just yeah. like be grateful. Yeah. So thank you.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Like um <clears throat> I think it's like for me now after like living in a different country, you know, and having my friends around me who have like different perspectives, different backgrounds it became not only about the religion, but about being connected to the source, mm-hmm. to the big energy where you, where I personally get my energy every day, where I get charged, you know. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so interesting. Like we, in our friendship, we haven't discussed religion very much at all. No, no, no. 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 So like, do you, do you, um, and you have to tell me if these questions are
2: too personal, I don't know. That's totally fine. Do you like you pray me. every day? <laughs> Do you personally pray? I. um, So I have to say, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> we don't have <laughs> exactly. to You don't have to expose That's yourself. That's totally here. fine. I yeah. started, like, I don't know, since summer, I think, started praying once per day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like I didn't in the know morning. That. Since, since, I didn't summer. That. since summer. Since yeah. summer, In the morning. Yeah, yeah. in the morning. And like. does, it, does it, like, set the tone for the day? And oh, make my feel God. It helps so much. Yeah. Like, I started having this routine start, like, by a cold shower. Uh, some like stretching, and then one like the, the prayer, the morning prayer, and it helps so much. It helps like this one hour that I give to myself mm-hmm. uh, before like starting scrolling in my phone or doing anything. It helps so much to set like up the energy mm-hmm. to focus on myself, on my body, on my you know mind, what I have and what I'm gonna do, mm-hmm. what I wanna do. And what I want to, you know, to hit mm-hmm. in that day. So
0: wow, I've actually got like shivers. Like yeah. I, I oh. like really, I, I love that. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. that's like, mm-hmm. that's gold. And I think it's, yeah. I think that's like really wonderful. I really yeah. want to incorporate, incorporate that into my life also, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've noticed my messages don't get through to you in the morning. Like, like <laughs> they don't even deliver. I'm like, wow, Sapa's really good at like turning off her yeah, phone and yeah. not turning it on until yeah, like, true. Until, until you turn, turn your phone off. yeah, yeah You, you yeah, must yeah. be on it off. Uh, airplane mode or something.
2: Uh, I just like take the Wi-Fi off, off yeah. and everything. Just yeah. put it on like, do not, do not yeah. disturb. Do, it, do not disturb, disturb. Okay. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I noticed that. I was like, yeah, this girl, she
2: has boundaries. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that,
2: actually, that
0: is actually really nice. I guess. Yeah,
2: because Kalecha, like, when she has something to tell me, you text me early. I'm yeah, like, yeah. wow.
1: You really wake up
0: early. <laughs> yeah. Good girl. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm
0: wanting yeah.
2: to go
1: back, like, a little bit yes. to the, you know, like, to your home yeah. and, like, what it looks like outside and around your home.
2: Yeah. like the So... Uh, um, did you go? are your parents still living in the same house? Yes that you grew, s- okay. yeah, they will, yeah, they still live in the same house, so it's like you wake up in the morning and it's kind of noisy outside because the children play outside and they're like screaming, <laughs> playing football, <laughs> or like with um where is it called like different mm-hmm. kinds of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wake up also on the I don't know maybe the sound of someone trying to sell some veggies. Veggies, yeah. yeah. Okay, like so it's busy, happy, like, lively sound. Happy, sounds like, yeah. yeah. Maybe someone screaming, "Hi, good morning!" Yeah, <laughs> to his yeah. neighbor, you know, yeah. or people just talking out loud. I would mm-hmm. say like people in Tunisia are loud, mm-hmm. you know, happy and. Yeah. Uh, I think the sun has to do something with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can believe you.
2: <laughs> yes. Definitely. And the sound of cars, you know, and someone is beeping, beep, beep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, I can like, it's nice to get that kind of description. Yeah. I can already yeah. kind of feel what it's like. Do, do you miss it? Like in Iceland, I mean, you're living now in a very quiet place. <laughs> I
2: live in a very quiet place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do miss it sometimes, you mm-hmm. know but now like uh, we started going i don't know like three times two times per year for a visit so it helps you uh-huh. know to uh, to get this balance uh-huh. but uh, let's say like i've been here for 6 months or 7 then i go there for 2 weeks so um it helps yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And then, when I'm there for two weeks, I'm like, okay, I'm tired of it. I need to go. <laughs> tired of the, the, noise the noise and the yeah. life. And yeah. But you're the town that it's by
1: the water, right? Yeah. Waters. yeah. Yeah.
2: By the Mediterranean Sea. Wow. Yes. I've so just seen from your pictur- posts yeah. pictures from you. Yeah. And it
1: looks really beautiful. It looks yeah, It is. It like is. The, the colors, it's like, the, it seems like buildings are kind of tan. Yeah, like white? buildings.
2: Uh, yeah, you find like different kinds of buildings, okay. uh, like old buildings, modern buildings. So it's kind of this mixture. Um, yeah. I don't think people follow one way <laughs> <No>. mm. <laughs> to build their houses. Okay, maybe <laughs> I've know. just seen
1: some some um, like specific yeah. buildings that l- all look similar, and now I have yeah. this in my mind. It's like that's Tunisia <laughs> from your pictures. <laughs> I think you're like talking, by the sea. Yeah,
2: by the um, like the, the v- harbor. harbor. The harbor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So maybe now we can like segue. What brought you to Iceland? I mean, we know, but we just ask you. Oh, my. <laughs>
2: yeah. I
0: want to hear the story yeah. again.
2: So, okay. I'm just going to go back a bit again. So, mm-hmm. after, like, being um, very hard working in the school, then I went to, uh, to the end. Uh, so, I passed. So we have, like, this baccalaureate exam. And it's, like, uh, a national big exam after you finish your menta-skola. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, so I had like uh, good grades there, which, which yeah like brought me to, um, to go to the university where I studied. It's like, yeah, like engineering university. And I studied something similar to software uh, engineering studies. After being there like, f- I think for four years, I got tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like too much. You had been working so hard in school for so many years since you were Yeah. Like, yeah. I can I've imagine. Been, it's yeah. just it's kind of yeah. It's like yeah, study I think it's kind of the mindset in Tunis. Mm-hmm. Like work study hard. hard, work hard to get a good job, to you know. Yeah. Um yeah, so um like after studying I think for three years in INSAT. It's called INSAT, the university. I was tired. And I remember one day I was, like, looking at a Facebook group, I think called Photographers Iceland, and I looked to those pictures, and I did not know, you know, what is Iceland or (laughs) whether it exists or not. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this place? I need to go there. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, okay. And I started, like, looking, and... uh, Back then I was subscribed in an organization that is called ISEC. We have it also here. It's like universal. We have it also here. Mm-hmm. And I was subscribed looking for an internship. Back then it was I was looking for a professional internship. But I found this um this volunteering internship, which is basically being a camp leader and helping volunteers to um uh you know, to work in greenhouses. So I found this internship and I was like, okay, what I'm going to do. I really want to go there, like whatever. And uh, so, yeah, I just, I just applied.
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Of it's course the I It's very thing to yeah. do. <laughs> just do okay. it.
2: I've been impulsive since. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had always like this, yeah, you know. Like taking sometimes like crazy decisions, say yes and then figure out how you're going to yeah, do exactly.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I but love that. But first,
2: say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I applied. I went through the interview uh, in Tunisia and also with ISAC people here, I think. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, then I said, okay, I'm going to drop off my professional internship and go for this. And back in that time, I was really tired. Like, um, just studying math is, uh computer science, doing those things. It was too much. And Bit I of a got burnout. T- yeah. Was burnout
0: age what, twenty two or something. Yeah. It tells was you a, yeah, twenty two. I was twenty two yeah. by then. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like working, doing these projects and it was too much, you know. And I just got to to the top. Mm-hmm. Where I cannot do more into this. So um yeah. So I got accepted. <laughs> 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 and I started preparing for the papers and everything and, you know, it's it's not as easy to be into the European Union as outside of the UE. Mm, the so European the process of actually getting to Iceland is complicated. Yeah, definitely. So I had to prepare for the visa and get this, um, what is it called, the contract, three months or something. Yeah. Anyway, so I had to submit all the papers, got accepted and then I went you know and i had no idea how is it you know i did some researches but still did not know you know how's the weather for example no, no. <laughs> for example <laughs> yeah that's a
0: small footnote yeah
2: like, like so okay so you were like halfway
0: through your degree yeah and i guess it was summer you applied for this random internship yeah like volunteer opportunity in iceland yes For how long? Three months or something? Three months, yeah. June to um, end of August. And you were going to go and work in a greenhouse? Yes. Doing something, you weren't sure what? Yeah. What did your parents say about this?
2: Uh, My parents were like, okay, are you sure? (laughs) Mm, Because that must be so random. Like You said you didn't even know
0: Iceland existed. And then you go to your parents and say, I'm going to work in a greenhouse in (gasps) Iceland for three Uh. months. (laughs) Like, That's I think, wild.
2: yeah, it is kind of, it is so wild, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I don't think someone knew about Iceland no. in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> and is I'm going to tell maybe. you something else. Yeah, um, so when I said yes, I did it. I started doing the papers before going to the, um, to the uh, exams, to f- finishing my exam. So I did not know whether I'm going to pass or not. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I uh, I went to my exams and after applying and saying yes getting my visa and everything I uh I did not succeed in some of them oh god mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs> so you were supposed to come back and retake them in the summer so
2: I was supposed to come in uh, come here by the 7th of June and I th- I think everyone had to meet together all the completers and you know get a training but I was late okay because of my exams because I had to take them again mm-hmm. so I came here I think two weeks Late. after the training Late. and I missed it <laughs> stressful. Oh <my> <laughs> stressful of course and I was like yeah <laughs> it's okay I'm gonna make it <laughs> so I came here and everyone was like we don't know you who are you and I was like, "Yeah, I missed the training, but I'm supposed to be working with you here." <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyways, uh, that was the camp leader Anna. She was from she's from Spain, and she helped me. Okay, so she gave me the yeah. The she she helped me like with the instructions and everything. And I'm 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 just gonna tell you about the first night here. So when I arrived, I uh, it was like midnight. Mm-hmm. It was raining. It was gray it was like so boring and i left it like 35 degrees in tunis Mm -hmm. and i i just you know when um yeah when it just like went out of Kepler, i saw like this weather and i was like what the oh my god like what is this take me back (laughs) yeah yeah. change my mind (laughs) yeah i changed my mind I was shocked basically like the first night was really disappointing. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you not look it up? Did you not had you not looked up they the weather? They sent me a bunch of uh, PDF and they didn't uh,
0: mention that the weather can be
2: They did. <coughs> it was my mistake because I did not have time to look at them. Basically. What were you expecting? I what I did expect an adventure I think yeah, mm-hmm. well, you, you something exactly. you like you'll, got you'll that get you'll get your yeah, yeah. A a
0: one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh so that night I had to sleep in Reykjavik I had to sleep in a house like with uh, other camp leaders and volunteers and I had this this bed and everything was weird so I I had like to walk on my toes to not wake up anyone and i just like so people like everywhere sleeping i was like <laughs> my goodness where am i <laughs> <laughs> I slept in my clothes you know next to my suitcase really like scared and i was so oh. tired so in the morning i woke up and um people were like they were okay you know we had breakfast together and i was waiting for the person who uh had to pick me up to Kværegerde. Mm-hmm. So the internship or the work was in Kværegerde. Mm. It was next to, um, what is it called, Telsjøv? Is it the big greenhouse that you like see on the way into Kværegerde? Uh, yeah, it was like, um, I don't remember the name, but it's um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I know what you're talking
0: yeah, about. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Like a kind of, like... Spa type place. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly for people to relax there and, and to recover from stuff. To, yeah, 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 to get a treatment. Mm-hmm. So we, I went there and it was much better. Okay. It was sunny. The people mm-hmm. were like really welcoming. We we talked together. They introduced me introduced me to the work and everything. And things started to get better. You know, I started to understand what I'm gonna do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, how was your English at that point? Uh, my English was okay. Yeah. You know. I did not have, like, um, the experience talking to people in English. I just learned English in school. Mm -hmm. It was good, you know, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, at that time I talked Arabic, French and English and German. So
0: (laughs) we've got an actual polyglot. in (laughs) So, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah. But it was good, like it was getting better and better every day. So it was
0: more like a confidence thing, like you you had learned English. Yeah. It was just about practicing. Yeah,
2: people. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and I started going to the greenhouses. I remember I met Vera, which is my um, my best friend now. One of my best friends in Iceland. Yeah, I met Vera. I met many friends, really, and we started working together. Like waking up eight in the morning, going by nine, working there until uh, until three. Then having the opportunity to um, to cook together the dinner. We had those cultural nights, uh, getting to meet uh, to to uh, getting to to know uh, each one of us, talking about our countries, about about uh yeah life there so it was really really nice and uh, for me it was like going out of the bubble mm-hmm. where i was born you know mm-hmm. meeting people uh knowing how do they live you know for me like before that time i felt like okay everyone lived like people in tunis you know i was not really aware that there are different cultures so uh so the work for a company there is basically receiving 18 volunteers each uh, each two weeks. So it was kind of intense. where they yeah. Were these people from um,
1: Iceland or from all over? From all over. The, uh, volunteers.
2: Yeah. Okay. From Germany, from UK, from USA, from Italy, a lot of them from Spain, from China, from Japan. Like it was. All over the world. All over the world. This
1: was like. It was you went th- from a bubble to. The like opposite, absolute opposite. Two,
2: yeah, two hundred percent the opposite. It's interesting to get in Iceland too. Yeah, like, had yeah. that, have that kind experience of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. yeah, definitely. So for me, it was like, wow, I love this. Finally, like I found something different. So uh, really, like listening to their stories. Some people are students. Some of them are, I don't know, doctors, engineers, um, dancer, uh, singer. Like they had those different kind of background. And my job was like to uh, show them the instructions how to work in the greenhouse and then kind of prepare like the night together Mm -hmm. where we're gonna like cook together, maybe go for a hike late like at midnight or 11. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really um, fulfilling, you Mm -hmm. know. And I, I, I would say, like, I learned a lot from it. If you ask me what are, like, the good times for you, I would say 2017, summer 2017 in Kvaregadeh. Because back then I was kind of... I would say I, I that was an impulsive decision because mm. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to spend this summer doing this. I am tired of my studies and my routine and I'm going to try something new. And I just put everything back and went to do this, and uh, it taught me a lot. And uh, I am really proud of it because uh, now I wouldn't say that I would have the chance again to do something like that. So it was the perfect time for you to it was do the something. The perfect like that. time to do it. And I think,
0: like you say, that you're never gonna have the chance to do something like that. But I think you always come up like. You might not have the opportunity to do exactly that again, but a similar situation will come up in different contexts, yeah. and you've like proved to yourself that you can do something like that.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. When you say like, "No, I'm gonna do something different and go for it," you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Did you Did you leave? Like, it was after three. It was three months. Or? Yeah,
2: it was three months. Okay. I left. I think by the second of September, mm-hmm. went back to Tunis. I spent like two weeks in a kind of deep depression. Mm. <laughs> it was
1: after it was like the come down after feeling
2: so oh, good. Yeah. yeah, feeling so good. I felt like um, free. I yeah. felt wild. Yeah. Basically wild. I felt like um, I I w I had the choice to do whatever I want. I uh, I had the choice to uh, to decide how my day is gonna be, who am I gonna talk to and um it was it was perfect, really. Mm-hmm. It was like in the nature. It was even I would say like much less stressful than our life now in Reykjavik. You know, Kyrgyz, like has really this dear place wow, that's inside. so it's beautiful, me. beautiful yeah. to hear. It is like. Do you go back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went. Uh, yeah, I think we went three times or two. Yeah. Mm. So after this two weeks of being home in Tunis, did so,
1: you? How did, when did you decide you
2: yeah, so I was um so it was two weeks. I locked myself inside my room, uh not talking to anyone. I basically stopped talking to all my friends in Tunis, and I kept thinking and I was like, there is something more to do than just keep studying in this university where like I don't like the people I'm with. I felt like there is something you know, something is calling for me. So I thought a lot about it. Then I went out and I was like, mom, I'm just going to finish one year and then go back to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? Are you are, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yes, I am perfectly okay. There's and nothing wrong with me. No. <laughs> nothing wrong with me. I'm, I have something to do there and uh, I want to be back. And she was like... "Oh." Okay. You sure 100%? I was like, yes, positive. So, uh I sp- yeah, in that year like so many things really has changed inside me, like like um I discovered I discovered many things, you know. Um so yeah, I finished one year and I applied for school. School um, in Iceland. Yes, school in Iceland. Did all my papers. It was really a challenging mm. thing to do. Many papers, you know. And uh, I got accepted. So um, I wanted to finish my software engineering here. But um, for that, because it is an Icelandic, I had to go first to the Icelandic diploma. Okay, so you did Icelandic that was first. What you did first. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but back in that time, I did not know that... Um, it is really important to learn the language first. Yeah. To uh start with all
1: foreigners. Exactly. Or like you were speaking English yeah. it was yeah.
2: It well, we were speaking English yeah. and I felt like it was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, so plot, twi- plot twist, you need to learn Icelandic
1: yeah. <laughs> also. No.
2: Yeah. You actually have to learn Icelandic first. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: yeah, let's do it. I guess <laughs> so. And you did it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we it. did it.
2: <laughs> and we did it. I had no idea what kind of language it is. No. I was just like, you know, always... The only rule that I followed was say yes and then figure out how you're going to do it. <laughs> so, okay, I applied for the Icelandic. We had to do like an exam in the summer. And um, <clears throat> yeah, like uh, I came here, I remember... I had like to meet, I think, the teacher and some of the people, and we started doing it, you know. And then I met Sonia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> funny enough, funny enough, yeah. Like nice no. to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Learning Icelandic. Learning Icelandic together. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we will always like keep learning. Yeah. Always like, so yeah, I uh, Sonia, w- and we had other friends, Mattea. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, yeah, we had some great, That was so also... It's
1: it's quite fun when you course. have people from all, all over different the, countries. Definitely. And then also coming to learn Icelandic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really, and coming to learn really interesting. this hard, weird language. Yeah. <laughs> we're all laughing at each other in some ways as we're yeah. presenting in front of oh, each other. Teacher, speaking Mark. Icelandic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I do think it is, like what you said, it is interesting to... like. We are all foreigners in Iceland. But I am also still like shocked to see other foreigners in Iceland. I'm always like And yeah. why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What could you possibly <laughs> be doing in Iceland? Yeah. Like it is curious. Yeah. That's why one reason we started this podcast is yeah, yeah, because I was curious yeah. about what yeah. What brings people here? What brings people
1: here? Yeah. 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 It's not the easiest um, I don't think so? like yeah, no, and not the it's not I don't think at the top of people's mind that they move to Iceland. There's always no. something like
2: something for behind. you. There
1: was like a some fire inside you that there was like was this is a, f- a freeing place
2: to be and exactly like this is a wild place to be and i really like wanted to go somewhere away yeah. and build something from zero from scratch mm-hmm. by myself it was kind of challenge you know yeah
0: exactly i think that's interesting i've we've spoken to a few people and uh, like a proportion of them have said like there was a burning for Iceland, you know. Yeah. Like not, it's not everyone's first choice, but for the people who want to come to Iceland, there's like, it's like I have to come to
1: Iceland. A lot of passion behind yeah. the yeah. decision
0: to come.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say that too. Mm. So uh, yeah, we started learning Icelandic together, yeah. having yeah. these weird presentations. Yeah. <laughs> Do To remember when you we had to go to Polka? Yeah. yeah.
1: We have to like we had to go and record ourselves <laughs> speaking. <laughs> um, I Sunday to the reception I remember I would to just go in English Sunday. and I would be like give them a lowdown before yeah. just tell them like, so by the I way
0: um, like, I'm, I'm not recording b- you because I'm a pervert
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was just yeah. yeah it was funny though it was and really it was, funny
2: it was, it was a sweet place to meet yeah, yeah definitely this
1: was like almost three three years ago
2: yeah right? Yeah. wow time flies yeah. three years ago yeah my
1: god and I remember when you were telling me that you were then Going to go and study software, software engineering, yeah. and all, the only thing I th- could think about is like software engineering in English <laughs> sounds like sounds <laughs> <laughs> like hell. <Yeah. laughs> software engineering, but in. taught in Icelandic, in. was what you were you were like yeah, and that's that what, was you,
2: what I was aiming yeah. for. <laughs> that's what you did. Yeah. What you're doing. that's yeah. what you're doing. now. because I learned you know in Arabic than in French, but I never learned in English in Tunis. Yeah. So, in English was really hard. Yeah. That's the other thing. And then, yeah. because you know, you know, software engineering is not only about the, uh, you know, like uh, computer science, but it's only about the math and oh yeah. physics yeah. Mm. and okay. yeah. English. So, oh my god, crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> so maybe let's. Can we talk a little bit about? Um,
1: You know, you've been here three years now, like, putting down roots in Iceland. Mm -hmm. You speak beautiful Icelandic. Mm -hmm. I think everyone who... Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think
1: everyone that hears you speaking Icelandic, they're just in awe of how quickly you've been able to pick up the language. I mean, it says a lot about your brain in general and (laughs) probably a lot about, well, your brain and your discipline and, like, the amount of work that you put in from the beginning really.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, I think uh, if I yeah, I go back to that time yeah. so then like say... Uh, yeah, maybe it's like how did you really dive into,
1: into you really la- dove into really learning the had- language. Like, yeah. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about how you did that?
2: Yeah, okay. So um, as we said, like we started studying the Icelandic. The first semester was nothing like special. I was like struggling a lot. It was so hard for me to go out of my comfort zone and try to talk you know to the reception in um i don't know like in Pokasefnur or, or somewhere yeah. but the second semester was kind of the um, uplifting so um i started working as um as an assistant for um my dear friend for a a disabled person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, she she is icelandic <coughs> so basically um Uh, Yeah, like being an assistant is assisting her every day in the daily, you know, routine. And uh, when I started working with her, we discussed this topic and uh, she said, "Okay, do you prefer talking English or Icelandic? And I was like, I want to learn the language, then let's do it in Icelandic. And it was so helpful. Like I was doing those kind of so many like different mistakes and we were chatting, you know, on the, um, on the, uh, what to say it? Screen. Screen.
1: She, 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 she doesn't speak, yes. right? So she, she writes to you on the screen?
2: Uh, no, she speaks okay. like perfect Icelandic. Ah, okay. Um, but um, she, yeah, like, uh, so she cannot hear me, mm. but she can see what I'm writing. Okay. So you were writing in Icelandic yeah. to her? Yes. Wow, that's... And she was correcting to okay. me. That's yeah. so good. Very cool. You need yeah. friends like that. Definitely. So she was really helpful and I I really appreciate her help and I, this is like, yeah, this is one of the things that helped a lot. So that's one thing. The second thing is um, talking to people around me in Icelandic when I go out, when I meet people and they can hear it, of course, that I'm not Icelandic, but trying, you know, and being okay with doing mistakes was kind of impressive. So I mean, uh, the thing
0: is I'm not okay with doing mistakes. That's yeah. my problem. That's it's so like when hard. I speak I and I like hear myself say something wrong, yeah. I like replay it in my head again yeah. and again yeah. and again and it yeah. like goes round and round in my yeah. head and I'm like, "Oh, Kalachi, yeah. you idiot. Like that sounded so dumb." But I like know. that's of course <clears throat> the wrong way to like go about this. Yeah. I'm because similar to. You. Nobody <laughs> like Definitely. Nobody like thinks that. Nobody would think that about you. But like somehow in my head, it's like I turn turn it into this big thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Definitely. And
0: like you twisted it in a way. It's like it's
1: impressive that you're speaking it to begin with. Yeah. So it's like give yourself a break. I think that's like
0: way more like it's more uh, accurate an accurate description of how people feel. Yeah. I think Icelandic people find it super impressive when people try and speak Icelandic.
2: Definitely. I agree. Because it's not very common. It is, uh, to start with, like, it's so tiring for, it was so tiring for my brain because I had to think it, I don't know, in English or in Arabic, then translate it into English, then translate it into Icelandic. So for me, it was like thinking twice or maybe three times about the same thing. And uh, I had to be like very awake and aware, you Mm -hmm. know, and really think straight about what I'm going to say, then say it. And switching, like, the, um, you know, the mindset or the perspective from being, you know, afraid, from uh, from being, like, scared of doing mistakes to saying to myself, Sarah, it's really okay to do mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, you know. So just do it, and people will correct you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started, like, by maybe one sentence per day, then two sentences, then three, then... And it went up, 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 up. And, uh, yeah, it helped a lot also reading books. I wouldn't say that I'm <laughs> I read many books. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, maybe one book. Mm-hmm. Per Yeah, reading uh, the newspapers, listening, you know, to the radio, podcasts. It helped a lot. Also being, you know, um, being curious, you know, when I pass by... Um, I don't know early sync or something, and just like okay, I see that new word, and then up I go to translate it and see what it means. Mm-hmm. Also, like being also um at mm-hmm. using uh, the dictionary pin mm-hmm. or like yeah. paper. Yeah, but I use a lot pin the dictionary, mm-hmm. so that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, I also look up to you so much that when people
1: ask you whether you prefer English or Icelandic, you say Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. so you just Icelandic, like please. push yourself even though you would yeah because p- when people ask me I'm like it's easy to say I prefer English because I do yeah Um. <laughs> yeah. that's my but you yeah. were like even though you might prefer English uh, it might be easier you yeah, took the harder mm, route the harder and yeah
0: that's I think it's, that's really you put so, you get to practice so much yeah you just throw yourself in and it's like know less yourself. about the outcome and more about just time yeah. spent practicing yeah
2: yeah, yeah. And you also have
0: a partner who you speak Icelandic with.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh
0: yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yes! You're one of the only people um, that I know. Okay, I I know I've I've encountered a few other people that speak like a mixture of Mm Icelandic and English, Mm -hmm. but you speak Icelandic together. Yeah. And so how how was that because like you started off you like met here in Iceland yeah. started off I think maybe in English but very quickly yes. switched to Icelandic. Yeah. How did you find that like um
2: I don't know like when you're starting a new relationship with someone you really want to um to just make him or her see your like full personality. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's so hard yeah. to do it in a language that you were not born.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I guess yeah. the thing is like yeah. you're uh, so your for options me were it was
0: Icelandic or English, <laughs> neither of which were... It was
2: not French or Arabic, you yeah, know. So yeah. for me, it was like in... Always, I'm going just, yeah. Just gonna use a different language than the one I yeah. used
1: to speak. So English wasn't going to even be like My, what you wanted it to be. Yeah, so you were like, I might tongue. as well just go with Icelandic. Exactly.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we met uh, and uh, we started talking English together. And... Uh, I was texting him in Icelandic, you know. I was making, of course, mistakes, but that was fine because he was sometimes correcting me and that was really helpful. And uh, then I was like, let's switch to Icelandic. Let's do it. (laughs) And we switched to Icelandic and he had to say sometimes the same thing over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. And uh, in his character, Ivar, he was... He is very patient. Mm-hmm. Very calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we started like we had so many misunderstandings, you know. And uh, but he was as I said like patient with me, always explaining if I misunderstood him, saying the same thing many times to me. And um, yeah, like we we upgraded like each time yeah, slowly definitely yeah i think so that's, those
0: wow i yeah. wish i could do that Some, somehow yeah. it just doesn't work but i don't think i'm like i think in your character you decide and then you just stick at it i
2: think it's mm-hmm. yeah it's just deeply in my character like mm-hmm. as we we uh, we have talked like since my child my childhood just say yes and then figure out how you're going to yeah. do it mm-hmm. find a way you know mm-hmm. like set up your goal mm-hmm. and then either you go left or right or i don't know front or mm-hmm. back you're gonna find a way to do it, yeah. Because if someone had done it before you, why not you too? They're not, you know, supernaturals or no. something. No, exactly. it's just hard work, yeah, yeah, putting effort. And I would uh, say, like, I really invested a lot to do it, definitely. and it
0: has paid off big time. Because I want to now talk a little bit about. The really exciting projects that you are doing in Iceland in Icelandic. Yeah. This woman, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, woman, yeah, yeah. this woman, this woman, this woman is a full time student. She works uh, as a an assistant, and she has two new startup businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, am I missing something? And you also work at Howard.
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> we
0: were missing something. There is something, yeah.
2: there is something <laughs> missing yeah.
0: here. And, like, what I find just, like, it blows my mind every day is that you have managed to create from nothing two incredibly promising and already quite successful businesses. And, like, when you come and tell us about your meetings. Like, I'm just, I'm in awe. How do you yeah. do this? You have, yeah. like, started this whole thing in Icelandic. And I, like, I really want to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, let's love, do I it. I love how we always have
1: Please. to put on the cherry on top is always in Iceland. In Iceland,
2: <laughs> in Iceland, <laughs> all of this. Like, but I think that
0: it's such a bit. It, it, like, it, it changes is, the
1: game. It changes the game completely. It, yeah. it yeah. Game. just it Elevates everything. I mean, yeah.
0: And I think definitely. like you are. Um, I don't know. I just find you really inspirational. I think this is going to be a really inspirational story for people because yeah. it shows what yeah. um, you can actually achieve as somebody who doesn't started off not speaking the language, started mm-hmm. off with no connections. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. please tell us exactly. about one of your babies. Okay,
2: it's- okay, let's talk about mm-hmm. V-Connect. Um Yeah, so um, I always like had uh, this idea of uh, creating something uh, related to my, to my studies, you know, and, and what I have done in Tunis, you know, being, I don't know, Nile. 9 years I think I've been now for 9 years or 10 in this you know computer science field so um, I would say like I have like small experience in, uh, in it you know so I always thought about creating something related to it I didn't I did not know what is it but I knew that I'm going to do something um in it so um being like, uh, now I've been here for three years and something in Iceland. Um, I wanted, so I've seen like the market, how is it, you know? And uh, the market is growing a lot. We have the need for uh, software engineers. Uh, and now, like I would say every business, no matter how big it is, like, I don't know, let's say from uh, from a shop to, uh, to a big like firm, they turn to be like, a software company in a way because Mm -hmm. now you need a website you need at least a Facebook page you know Mm -hmm. and for that you need people who who do it for you so I saw the need for it and as a software student we are I don't know like 32 students in the Mm Høbbundetverkvri and only three girls (laughs) by Mm -hmm. the way wow yeah I know so sad yeah so um you know, like I don't know, the demand is kind of let's say thousand per year, but we are um, I don't know between however and Howard, how we let's say two hundred two hundred students in the between toluna Friday and hukbuna Friday. So there is there is a gap, you mm-hmm. know, a big gap. Mm-hmm. So uh, the idea popped up to me about uh, creating a software company and uh, basically connecting. Um, Companies here to developers outside and inside also. Helping them to uh, build their software products and also helping them with the hiring. So, so it's
0: like an agency of like software engineers.
2: Yes, exactly. A software engineers team, mm-hmm. you know. Meant to be kind of like consultants w- yes. when needed. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Consultancy and also like... Um, implementing the software products. And because I knew many or because I know uh, many developers in Tunis um, who are looking for opportunities. So there is the talents here and here there is the need. Mm -hmm. Why not connect them together? Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that... uh, uh, dev- like software developers there are really smart, you know, and they're working everywhere in the world. Yeah, Germany, have in France, of a lot. Lot. yeah a lot of them in France, in the USA. So uh, I was like, yeah, okay, no one is doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not try it, you know? And uh, I started doing it. So um, now we have four kinds of... Uh, solutions, I would say. So the first one is uh, helping companies with developing end-to-end products. The second one, helping them with um, the maintenance or changing some features if uh, they want. The third one is helping with the hiring. Uh, Let's say you have this project um, and you need someone to uh, pop in and help you, I don't know, for three, four months, six, or yeah, you can like get a developer from us who can uh, do the job for you and done or like the typical kind of hiring which is like finding the right fit and uh, yeah starting to work with uh, our partner and uh, i would say like um, i was i really thought about it a lot and i wanted to bring a value because there are so many hiring agencies you know in iceland and outside There are so many uh, software houses in Iceland and outside. So what's different in this? And um, I wanted to be, you know, very inclusive. Not only, you know, doing the uh, human resources uh, interview when I'm having, you know, the candidates, but also doing the technical interviews. And that's because, you know, I'm part of the... um, field or how to say mm-hmm. it part yeah. of the house yeah. 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 so I understand some of it so um the process when we're gonna like hire a new um uh new stuff for new people, we start with a human resources uh interview uh then we do uh like um personal assessment to see like how is this person working with the team is it like um A generalist or a specialist? Is it a person who uh, loves looking at details or just like looking at the general um, big picture? Big picture, and it's totally fine, Mm. you know. If you are this or this, Um, then we take the technical interview, and then we find out like if the person, you know, is this or this. And of course, we present like the. output for the for our partner for the client and uh, it's up to them you know mm-hmm. then they w- can have uh, um an interview with them and decide um yeah so that's what we do and it's been um it's a new concept i would say here yeah mm-hmm. but i th- i don't think there's i think so i don't think someone is doing this like um, the idea behind it I want it to be like open to everything, try mm-hmm. different solutions. And uh, then on the way, we will find out what we want to be specialists mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And
0: how has the process of setting this up and presenting the idea to people in the industry?
2: How has that been? Um, of course, it's been like uh, kind of weird in the yeah. beginning, you know, yeah. going, um, I don't know, like to the CEO, or CTO, or to a company and presenting this idea and... Yeah. How do you do, how do you do that? I also want to, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have t- another question. Also, yeah, <laughs> I'm just curious. Like mm-hmm.
1: when you're coming up with the idea, are you? Yeah. Is it all in your with with yourself, or are you bouncing ideas with somebody with some other people? Or are you doing this all alone?
2: I uh, it's by myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause I'm> t- <laughs> I think
1: that's really it yeah. can be really difficult to do all this by yourself. Like w- yeah. especially like when you come up with an idea, yeah. it's like. Bouncing some ideas off, so yeah. you are a, a one-woman show.
2: Yeah, yeah, one-woman show. Yeah, true. Um, so, like, let's if it makes sense if we go back also to the childhood story that mm-hmm. I told you, because since yeah. I was child, I had to work alone. Yeah. you know, in the in the grunge school and you know, in the university because um, I was competing. You know, yeah. Uh, so it was like this um, situation. So uh, I was kind of, uh, yeah, so uh, it was more comfortable for me to work alone than with a, with a team or maybe I did not have the chance to. Mm -hmm. So even growing up, I kept in that, you know, but like when
0: you're about to, when you're preparing for a meeting with the CEO of some big company here in Iceland, I just do it alone. How do you, do you have the confidence already? Do you feel, like, how do you feel when you're approaching that? Because I think if I was going to do that, yeah. I would do it. Yeah. But I would, like, shit my pants before.
2: <laughs> just a small shit before. Just a small
0: yeah. shit in my pants <laughs> before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Do you, or do you, you do you shit your pants before?
2: <laughs> yeah. How
1: do you do or it? Just, just, just us. a little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah, just a um... Yeah, and the funny thing—it's an Icelandic. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's always
0: that's the cherry on the top. Like, always
2: remember can I, that. Can I just <laughs> like I just want to
0: circle back to my yeah. experience when I had to go and like present myself in my class. Like we were just saying, like hi, my name's blah blah. I'm from blah blah, and I do blah blah. I was sweating. I was red. My heart was racing. <laughs> I had. And that. and because I decided to do an Icelandic, so it was like stressful for me. So I <laughs> can't. Fathom <laughs> how you're going up to some, I don't know, big shot and presenting your baby, which means so much to yeah. you, and like you're you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position Definitely. because like they Definitely. could say like no, Definitely uh, leave my and office. Some of them
2: say no, and that's,
0: that's and totally do you cry? fine because I would
2: cry. How do you how do you deal with that? So first of um, something that I did not say, I spent like this last year really. Uh, listening uh, to podcasts, um, uh, like people who have done it before, it helped a lot. And uh, people in business, basically, I have also like read loads of books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have seen a little um, bit of
1: the your yeah. books you've yeah. been on a. I've been like reading on a and a listening. Spree. Definitely
2: working on my personality, on my character, on my um, uh, how to say, like uh, rules. Mm -hmm. That I today follow and it helps, it helped a lot to, um, to get to know people who got to that place. Uh, It helped me like to see, okay, if they have done it from scratch, I can do it. Um, yeah, so that helped me a lot. Like to learn that it's okay to take the risk. It's okay to put yourself out there because if you don't do, if you don't say, "Hey, he- here am I? Mm. Here's what I can offer." No one will know about you. No, no, no. one will exactly, will yeah. do. Here am I. Here am I. But st- uh, like a girl from Tunis, uh, I'm. You know, I've. I'm a software engineer. Uh, this is what I can help you with if you do have this problem. And uh, you're free to say yes or no. And if yeah. you say no, that's totally fine. There is another person who will you. say yes. <laughs> you that's put yourself in a position
1: where there's nothing to lose.
2: Yeah. Definitely. What I'm going to lose if I just take the phone and call, I don't know, the owner of this company and say, hi, I saw you posting this job and uh, I have a company called Reconnect, and this is what we can offer do you want to have a meeting with me? And then I can present myself more and tell you about what we can do for you. Wow. And I had people saying no straight on the phone. Some people said yes and met. Some people find it weird. And then you know that your project or your work is not for everyone. No. Yeah. And that's okay. If you're going to like chase everyone, you're not going to make it. No. No i don't know let's say like this cup of coffee Mm -hmm. not everyone drinks coffee like Mm. some people drink tea some people drink
1: okay yeah Yeah. and um, i think it's a really clever idea that you have and i think it's quite (sighs) cool that you can use yeah you know your competitive advantage of being from tunisia and knowing people yeah from there from there that have uh, that have studied this and that you can you know yeah and that you know they do a good job. Yeah. And then you're able to, you know, connect, connect them, them with a need here in Iceland. Yeah. And it kind of is a win win for, for everyone. everyone. You yeah. you find your people, your friends. Yeah. Friends that you have that are yeah, more, people needing that some I work. trust. Mm-hmm. You're helping both parties mm-hmm. at the same time. And I think that's definitely. Uh, it's definitely genius. Ge- and I
0: I like have no doubts oh. that this is gonna be like a uh, like huge success. And
1: we're gonna just have to continue, like we'll have to meet again with you. Yeah. Again, to talk about this and see how it
2: goes after one year.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I love the
2: name. Yes, I don't, have we said it? We connect. V-Connect. Yeah. connect. It is. We
1: connect. Yeah. It's just such a cute and clever name. Yeah. I, I
2: love it. I like. I spent I don't know like a long time thinking about it, and I had all kinds of names. Ivar helped me. Ole, his brother, and I. I also asked you. I remember, like about some names. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, let me see what is like the. Big thing that I want to do, it is connection, like connecting people. Okay, connect. Hmm, how about we connect, but in Icelandic, okay, how do we say it? We connect, but, you know, in an Icelandic claim, and oh, it came. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. And with Ks. Like yes, yeah, we connect. with K. Yeah. V-I-K-O-N-N-K-T, right? E-T, yeah. E- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we connect. So, yeah. But, yeah, like, uh, I think through the way, learning to uh, take risks and being okay with that, of course, you're not going to take a risk into something that you don't know. I would say something that you know and you had, like, exercised. And trying something new in that, um, that circle or a bit outside of it, you know, is the trick. So being okay with taking the risk, trying something new is the secret, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, so
1: maybe um, just to wrap things up, I'd like to share a story about Sava. <laughs> <laughs> one of our favorite stories about Sava, because it, it, and it, I think yeah. it summarizes you so well yeah. in one way, just yeah. like per- about a bit about your character. So so Sava when we first met This is this is Sonia's favorite story by yeah. the way. And I have permission to <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um so Sava and I when we first met, yeah. We were in the Icelandic school. Yeah. We were in like at Hauschkolands studying Icelandic. Yeah. And I had this like I can be impulsive also at times. I had this impulsive idea to join a triathlon yeah. club. And so I tapped Sava on the shoulder and I asked her if she wants wanted to start with me. Yeah. And of course, Sava being Sava,
2: he <laughs> says
1: yes. <laughs> he <just said> yes, <laughs> I have no idea what it is. what did Yeah, exactly. But but triathlon, then triathlon. Yeah. Triathlon, yeah. So it's so triathlon for anyone that doesn't know is running, biking, and swimming. Um, not in that order, but yeah. And then, anyways, so we decided that we would go together and do a few little practices before we actually joined the entire team on their trainings. Yeah. So I. I told Sava like let's go for a swimming practice together <laughs> and I, I'll prepare like a, a swim routine for us because I have done some swimming and Sava was like yes this whole time like yes this sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> so, let's do it yeah. I, I prepared like a like a one-hour routine mm-hmm. like down to like five times 100 meter freestyle like and then freestyle you know, baby <laughs> and so on like I I actually even like taped on the workout to my water bottle. I had my swim cap and my goggles, everything. And Sava and I are just chit-chatting. And we were walking over. It's Lake, so it's like one of the longest... It's like a hundred meter pool. Yeah. So we're walking over, and I'm talking to Saba about, you know, the the exercise that we're about to do. And Sava's just like, yeah, okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Sounds good. I jump into the pool, and Sava jumps in after me, and I take off, and I start to swim. And then... Um, like, once I get to the other end, I'm, like, about to turn around and I see Sava hanging on the <laughs> lane line. <laughs> what? And I was like, what is Sava doing
0: over there? <laughs> what she I just have this image of Sava, like, holding on to <laughs> I dear like, life. On
1: the- <laughs> I, I thought she might have been hurt or something. So I, I go swimming over, like, what's up? what's wrong, Sava? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? <laughs> and, you, and Sava
0: s- le- tells me. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I just find that so funny. And it's like what you said before. Say yes and figure out, like, out. figure out how to do it. And and that's that time it. was so hard. <laughs> you thought it might
1: have just come to you now. Yeah, I, th- I thought, yeah, I'm going it gonna, too hard. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm just going to find it. Just, just plop in and just figure it out. I love that story so much.
2: I'm, but since then, you've had swimming lessons and now yeah. you know how to swim. Yeah. So since then, like I put it in my mind, and uh, I was still like with three, mm-hmm. So I got uh, swimming lessons first, like with Perianta Namski, yeah. I think, and then from Halta Namski, and uh, I learned to swim. So of thanks, course, of course you did. Yeah, didn't surprise me. but I just
1: you love always persevered. So but I, yeah, I think it's such a fun story.
2: Yeah, it is really a funny story, and I think it. It will it stay with us lot. forever. And
1: it, it tells so much about you. so fr- much. And, but now, and now you're swimming. You could probably
0: swim. Now I can not swim. Now you can just do swimming. the training. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I want to know what was going through your head. Like when you jumped into the pool and Sonia swam off. I really don't know. Did you, did you try and like <laughs> get
2: a few strokes in? Or like I tried. But like, this is not I remember I was just like drowning. <laughs> you know, was just going down. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, I remember like you gave me the blue um, uh, kickboard. Yeah, the yeah. kickboard I was just kicking. Yeah. yeah, and people were like swimming back <laughs> and forth. You know, and yeah, I was like, like I kicking, yeah. like kids. Yeah. I'm I'm just good here. You yeah. know, just yeah. relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minding yeah. my own business. Yeah, yeah. minding I mean, my own business. Mm. <laughs> but anyways,
1: but yeah, this was it was so nice to have you. We it speak. We meet you every week, and every we week talk. We a did lot, not, but we. I think we. This Got is to hear a
0: different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is
2: the first time we really dive yeah. down mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. yeah. So it was so,
0: so nice to have you. Thank you mm-hmm. for Thank coming. Thank you so much.
2: I'm so glad coming here and telling this story. And uh, I hope everyone like enjoys listening to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. 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 See you in The Bachelor next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh